0: Hey, my friends, it is Dr. Davantan. I am a youth forensic psychiatrist, a dad, and the host of the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. Welcome very much. (laughs) Welcome very much. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast where I discuss parenting. I share my mental model. Simple frameworks to help you navigate complexities in your parenting and in life. This week, I'm going to be talking about uh, what it means to respect your children. Why do you want to do that? (laughs) Because um, if you don't respect them, they don't respect you. Simple, simple as that. Uh, Thank you very much to Diane Bridgeford. Um, You can find her on LinkedIn. I would describe her as a marketing expert. I hope she doesn't mind me saying this. Um, She's helped me a lot with my LinkedIn profile, with my messaging, and it's helped uh, to grow my audience. So check her out. Also, thank you very much, Diane, for suggesting this topic, Respect Your Child. Uh, if you guys go to my LinkedIn profile, you'll see um, on my page that I put out a question out there. Uh, to to the folks in the ether, what does it mean to be a good enough parent uh, in three words or less? Uh, last week, um, Kylie uh, on LinkedIn suggested Pick Your Battles and so I podcasted about that. So you can check out episode 60 if you want to listen to that. Uh, this one is uh, about respecting your child. Um, Shout out to my Spanish listener Listener, singular Because one of you has been smashing that download button Thank you, I see you I see you Que guay Que guay, my friend My hombre Whoever you are, I see you Keep smashing that download button Looks like you downloaded all the podcast episodes A few weeks ago I see you, my friend so respecting your child. Oh, before I go, before before I talk about that, I've been really getting into this um, cold exposure therapy stuff. I know it's a bit of a fad. I I was skeptical, really skeptical at first. But I came across something uh, on the internet, as you do. I can't find the, the article anymore for some reason. But um, it was a little opinion piece about using it to manage depression and anxiety. On a whim, uh, pardon unintended, on a whim, Mr. Wim Hof, shout out to you. I started to recommend it to my patients with post-traumatic stress disorder um, and for those who have trouble sleeping um, and It's actually very helpful to my surprise. So I, I actually started doing it myself So what do I do? I, I have a really really cold shower in the morning I jump in and I acclimatize. It is uncomfortable to start with, but after a few weeks, you actually, you actually start looking forward to it. I actually find it really pleasurable. <laughs> and there's no way for me to prove this, but the way I think it works is that I think the, the stress from being underneath cold water, it shocks your body and causes it to trigger off a cascade of uh, catecholamine production or movement. And I think it tricks the limbic system into thinking that your body is actually doing something productive. You know, back in the old days we would have to fight, fly or freeze. You know, we've been overwhelmed by the demands of the environment or internal demands and our limbic system goes into overdrive and our bodies feel it. I've said before in this podcast that if, if you're feeling overwhelmed, what you can do immediately is to move your body, move it in such a way that you discharge that um, excess energy, that excess limbic activity. And I think cold exposure um, is one way of doing it. I mean, it's a simple idea, but it's, it's not easy to do because you have to fight yourself. I think if you can bring the fight to, just that little moment in time where I am going to jump in the shower, that's the first battle of the day. If I can win that, I'm good. You know, if things are going crazy in your world and you're struggling to, to know what to do, uh, maybe one thing you could do is um, bring the battle to, um, to what's directly in front of you, something that you can control, which is jump in the shower and stay there. Stay there, fight that battle, that discomfort because if you stay in it long enough, you'll actually come out the other side and it actually feels quite nice. I should have prefaced that by saying, look, um, none of this should be regarded as medical or mental health advice, okay? This is just my opinion and I'm just sharing with you what I have found helpful and what my patients have found helpful. You don't have to listen to it. Just do your own research, talk to your own doctor, talk to your psychiatrist, about some of the stuff I'm talking about here uh, to see if it's right for you, it might not be. All right, so respecting your child, what is it? It's very, it can be difficult to define, but let me share with you some lyrics from the queen of soul, Aretha Franklin. I I actually was very lucky about uh, 15 years ago, I saw Aretha performing, I think it was the 4th of July celebrations in Washington, DC, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That's what she she sang together with Big Bird. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Take care, TCB. Oh, a little respect. Sock it to me. Sock it to me. Sock it to me. Sock it to me. Whoa, babe. A little respect. Just a little bit. I get tired. Just a little bit. Keep on trying. Just a little bit. You're running out of fools. Just a little bit. And I ain't lying. Just a little bit. Start when you come home. Re, 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 respect. Or you might walk in and find out I'm gone. I gotta have a little respect. Let me repeat. Start when you come home. Or you might walk in and find out I'm gone. I gotta have a little respect. Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, respect. If we don't respect our kids, why should they respect us or anyone else in their world? We are the model for what is appropriate behavior, for appropriate interacting with other people, how to be a decent enough human being in the world we are the model whether we like it or not and whether we think our children are watching or not children are a little bit like sponges i was saying before it's difficult to define exactly what respect is it kind of i think depends a little bit on your experience and the context in which you are embedded Um, and i i can define it for you but you know it might be more instructive to give you a few scenarios to illustrate and i'll be real brief with this um, so you can get a sense of what I think it is and what I don't think it is. So you know, you imagine, you know, so you're sitting at a restaurant at, in a restaurant, and you're trying to enjoy it with your your best friend, and then someone across from you in another table starts snapping their fingers at the waiter in the restaurant, you know, demanding their attention. Oi, oi, oi! I need this. I need that. And then they don't say thanks, and the waiter looks clearly flustered, but the um, the customer doesn't care. He just keeps. Making demands of the waiter, uh, you know, there's there might be willful or intentional undermining going on at your workplace. You know, colleagues gossiping about their superiors, or there might be pushing and shoving in um, in sport, right? Physically bullying, um, you know, people getting up, getting up in your face. You know, respect is having regard for another person's uh, sense of self, you know, without prejudice, with regard for their rights as autonomous individuals and sometimes parents I think we forget to treat our children with that sort of regard. Oi, oi, get, uh, g- hand me the screwdriver, hand me the screwdriver, hey, oi, oi, boy, 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 girl, girl, uh, clean, clean that up. No wonder our kids speak rudely to us your respect needs to be felt. It's not something that you can pay lip service to because people can tell. You can't make someone respect you. I think about this, right? Oi, where's my tuna ceviche, waiter? Why is it cold? I Seriously, I've heard that. Someone order tuna ceviche and then they're like, this is cold. <laughs> oi, why are you not listening to me? It's cold. Can you get me another one? Oi, oi, turn the TV off. Why are you not listening to me? Look at me, look at me. Oi, oi. You're not turning it off. Why are you disrespecting me? Rude, right? So rude. So rude. Why are kids disrespecting you, you say? Um, Well, ask yourself, are you respecting them? I'm challenging you a little bit here to look inward. To look inward. Now, I'm not discounting... The possibility, the very real possibility that some kids are not easy to teach. You might be doing all the right things, but some are just more difficult to teach. It's true, but it still does not mean you should not look inward and examine your own behavior and how you treat your kids and other people. Well, what's that mean, Devin? What does that mean? A few things, a few things. Um, uh, This is in no particular order, but um, so here's a a few things to think about. Um, Not overreacting when you, you, you think your kid is dissing you. Just take a step back. Kids don't have brains. (laughs) they're not really human, right? They, they, they're still developing their frontal lobes and you can expect children, uh, young children, especially, actually all children, right? You, You can't expect them to have all the, um, all the faculties that they need in order to manage their, um, emotions when they're stressed. So if an adult's shouting at them, barking orders at them, they're going to feel stressed and they might, they might shout back. They're not being disrespectful. They're just reacting to you because they're frustrated and they don't know what to do. So if, if you get some pushback from a kid, don't immediately assume that they are intentionally disrespecting you. Okay, sure. The behavior itself may appear disrespectful. But the intention may not actually be, um, you know, they're, they're not intentionally maligned sorts of uh, sorts of actions, if I can put it in those sorts of words. Um, sit, sit at the table properly. Don't put your feet on the table. Why are you not listening to me? Stop! But you put your feet on the floor, please. Look at me! Why are you not looking at me? I'm shouting across the the kitchen, uh, which is quite large. So rude! Go to her. Explain to her. Talk to her. Hey, honey. Um, I see that you're you're relaxing. Are you relaxed? You look relaxed. Your feet up on the table there means that you know you get more blood flow to your heart and your brain good to relax isn't it yeah um hope you don't mind me saying this but putting your feet on the table is considered a little bit rude so in our house we have to keep our feet on the floor if you want to put your feet up you know use a chair or use a use a pillow because we eat on the table and our feet are a little bit dirty so please can you put your feet on the floor a little bit more respect A bit more regard for my child's autonomy uh, and not assuming that they are doing what they're doing because they're being annoying or malicious. Um, Because the other thing is kids don't always remember things. They don't always remember things well. Um, They don't always remember uh, what you've taught them so you have to do it uh, repeatedly. That's just how it is That's just how it is Right? I mean, how many times do you guys drive in the car and your spouse or your partner is barking um, directions at you and you go the wrong way even though they're barking directions at you to go the right way and then you get annoyed at them same thing with our kids they'll get annoyed at us because they, they sometimes they just don't remember things in the moment you know because it's not important to them so they need rep, you need repetition you need to kind of keep you need to be respectful of them i hope you know what that means now you know, you're respecting their space their place in the world the space that they occupy in that space it's theirs pushing in is brood, is it's re- disrespectful, it's offensive. We have to teach our kids this stuff by showing them what it means to respect them. And then they know how it feels to be respected. Once they can feel how it, <laughs> once they can feel that, um, makes it much easier to coach them about what it means to respect Helps them to learn how to respect others. Um, another aspect of that is you have to respect your own body, your your own mind. You know, treat your body well. Um, you know, treat it well. So, I I. <clears throat> So yeah, I've been doing this cold exposure thing because I'm trying to look after my, myself, trying to look after my body. And so far, so good. So far, so good. It's also been, I've also been doing a lot more exercise, a bit more regular, you know, complementing my jujitsu training, which is amazing. And I feel better. I feel, I feel good. I feel good. Um, go figure, right? My mental health is better too. The more I respect my body, it does take work. No doubt about that. It takes work. But there are things you can do. You can bring the battle to you, to a small space. If um, everything is a battle, pick your battles. Choose choose a battle that you can win. And you better win once you choose that battle. Commit to it. Decide. Succeed. So if if um, if my battle is just getting in the shower, fighting that discomfort... First thing in the morning, I can do that. I can do that. If I can win that battle, then the next battle will be a little easier, because I'll be feeling more motivated. You know, more energy. Right? Okay. Um. So. Ooh, looks like I'm running out of time, my friends. I've been harping on, on and on. Sorry about that, talking your ear off. I hope this has been helpful. Uh, before I go, I just... <laughs> uh, do you guys know what tama- tamagotchis are? Yeah, okay. So tamagotchis, I think... When, when were they popular, most popular? Probably in the 90s or something. Um, but my but there's been a little bit of a uh, revival. Um, anyway, my kids have a couple of tamagotchis. And um, they're, they... They were always misplacing them, and they would always ask us, you know, "Mom, Dad, where's my, where's my tamagotchi?" Um, and you know what they do, right? They they usually ask these things in the heat of the moment when things are really chaotic at home, and you've got like a million things to think about. Um, so, as as I, uh, I'm pulling up of our garage, um, uh, one day. Uh, my my daughters in the car say, "Hey, Dad, um, where's my tamagotchi?" And I say, oh, "Girls, um, we're just about to leave to go to school. Um, can I make a suggestion? You don't have to do this, but as a suggestion, maybe uh, make a little uh, house for your tamagotchis. Put it in the garage. So you know when you come home from school, you can put your tamagotchi in there, so you know where it is. Um, and." when you are leaving the house you can put the tamagotchis back in there um, so you know where it is because you know mum and dad have so much going on in our heads in our brains and we just can't keep track of everything so you you know I figure this is a good way for you to learn a little bit of responsibility um, and here's a little structure that you can use to you know to um, to help you out and help, help us out, so you're not always forgetting. And my, my, do- my daughter says to me, <laughs> under her breath, you know, uh, maybe it's just because you've got a small brain, small brain, Dad. It's so much sass. So much sa- sass. <laughs> you know, clearly her sense of humor is, is um, well, her sense of humor is a bit dry. But, um you know yeah, I think you you have to laugh at these things because it's, it, it's funny It's really funny i I, I admire that kind of sass uh, but you know if i if it was an off day for me, I might have misinterpreted that, misinterpreted that as disrespect. Um, I think disrespect is in the eye of the beholder i think it's it's how it's felt you you have to feel it um but how do you know what it feels like if you don't know what respect means yourself? So you have to kind of practice that yourself, right? Um, because kids say all kinds of funny things, um, and they don't. It doesn't mean that they're being res- disrespectful to you. So you have to. Res- so <laughs> how they learn where the line is is from you modeling what. It means to be respectful. Say sorry more, apologise more. Be the bigger person. You know? Show them that it's okay. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's alright. It's okay when you're wrong. Just make up for it next time. Doesn't mean you're less a lesser person. Yeah, sure it's a bit embarrassing when you're wrong, but grow up. <laughs> grow up we all wrong from time to time show them that it's, that it's okay and teach them how to, um, to behave when you're, when you're wrong learn to let go let them make their own choices in life but don't let them climb Mount Everest <laughs> um, you know, equip them with the skills have, the pa- have patience repeat, repeat, repeat um all right i'm at risk of ha- uh ha- rambling on without much um without making much sense because i'm running out of time and getting a bit anxious i hope that was helpful my friends i um yeah i really appreciate you listening and tuning in on um on the podcast here uh, my name is dr davin i'm a youth forensic psychiatrist i'm a dad thank you for listening to the Huddle wisdom podcast today respect your child episode 61 Woo! Woo! By the way, um, jump on the website. Um, Oh, if if you're one of the lucky ones that have stayed till the end, there's still a couple more courses that allow you to pay whatever you want. The uh, Nine Ways to Empathic Parenting. Um, yeah. Yeah, click on the link. It's in the show notes and uh, if you're one of the lucky ones you still get to pay what you want otherwise you'll have to pay the full price like the rest of us uh, okay so that's me out my friends thank you so much see you next time bye